What's going on? Where they go to 11. I'm Matt. And I am the Levy Did Not Break Pokey. Thank God, because I didn't want that all over our floor. Yeah. And you have you have carpet, too. I know. Cool. I'd have to rub your face in it. Oh. No. Bad, Pokey. Bad. Yeah. The Levy Did Not Break. Thank God. So, we are continuing on from last time. Yep. We did our bottom half of our top 11 British artists of all time. Yep. So... Let's give a quick recap, or yep. should we not? I don't think we should. No, I, you I, know what? Go back and listen to the first half if you didn't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm 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 still reading your hate mail, and I I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to reading more. I got some. You got a lot, a lot more than me, because at least I explained why I didn't like mine. And I explained why I didn't like mine. Yeah, well, you know what? You didn't do a good enough job explaining. I just don't want to listen to him anymore. Well, go back and listen. You'll hear what we're talking about. But before we get started this time, if you haven't checked out any of our uh, latest content that we've posted, make sure that you hit up the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash they They go go to 11, 11. all spelled out. Or you could visit our official website where all of our past podcasts are at they go to 11, once again, all spelled out, dot wordpress.com. And um, we're on we're, iTunes. We're on iTunes. The last ten podcasts are up yep. on uh, on iTunes. And uh, like oh, I said, if you want to hear any like the first ones that we ever did, man, to go back and listen to those things is going to be a fucking trip. <laughs> how different it is. But um, we, we've yeah. gotten we've gotten a little bit more professional. Just a little bit. I I've, I wouldn't say much, but yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, go back to our official website and they're all up on there they go to 11.wordpress.com also I mean well you mentioned iTunes um, also if you go to the Facebook page you can now hear exclusive content only available to Facebook correct we have new features that we have up there well pokies are aptly named the pokey zone because nobody wants to go to the pokey zone and I have my own little content we've got up there called Five Minutes Alone. If you get the reference, you fucking rock. If you don't, figure it out. But, uh, yeah, they're just little rants that we do here and there. And, uh, you know, we wanted to keep more content going, keep you keep your whistle wet yeah, while we get I've, the new I've podcast. i some emails about where's the next podcast and people just being like, I'm tired of twiddling thumbs and seeing the little... Well, Mother Nature was a whore for a little bit of time, so we couldn't get together. But she's let up a little bit with the weather, and uh, you yeah. know we're able to do this on a more regular basis Pokey, now. Pokey was working with a shirt off today. Goo. Oh, yeah. Goo. Yep. All right, right, said Fred. Let's get back to the podcast. So start us off at number five. So this is one of those bands... like. <laughs> I'm sorry they're low on this list, but when you hear what I have as my top four, you'll be like, okay, it's justifiable. After what you did last time, this better be good. Yeah. I mean, maybe you, it was a, it was a close one between four and five. They just happened to be on the losing end of that battle. Go on. Pink Floyd. We did it. We've done it. Well, we, 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 we matched up. Number five is Pink Floyd. Wow. This, yeah. this rarely this rarely happens, and when it does happen, it's usually like number one. 
Yeah, no, this this is actually I think this is the first time we've ever hit in the middle of the list. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean for me, well, you know, it's your number five, so once you start. There's I mean there's so many good songs and there's so many albums and you can't really like you really can't sit there and like separate any one for being the better album because they're all great you know The Wall is a great album Dark Side of the Moon is a great album like and and to me there's so much passion and intensity in the way that they play their music every time I hear that guitar solo uncomfortably numb I have to sit there and, and say like that is one of the most passionate guitar solos I've ever heard mm-hmm. like you could just you can feel the emotion and then to sit there and do certain things and I again I swear maybe it was intentional other people say it wasn't there is a YouTube video I watched the YouTube video it had me going like tripping and I don't trip I don't touch drugs I don't get drunk none of that but I was just like blown away like mine tripping at the Wizard of Oz sync up I've never seen that but I have to definitely watch that dude you, you gotta find it on YouTube it's fucking holy shit you know what though for me Pink Floyd is a collection of music and, 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 and at certain points of their career I have to loosely use the term music I really enjoy Pink Floyd. I really enjoy what they did. The whole space rock, trip, pop, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Ambient rock that they are. They pioneered it. They did a fantastic job with it. But from their start, at the very beginning, they were one type of band. When um, they put up Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Very different band than when you get to Dark Side of the Moon. Very different band when you get to The Wall. But there's animals in or there's albums in there like animals that are kind of like, what, what, what were you going for there, guy? <laughs> um, I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm just saying it's like, what were you going for? Um, Wish you were here. Fantastic album. I love Wish You Were Here. Yeah fucking shine on you crazy diamond um just in a fantastic song i mean in like what 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 is that in like five parts six parts whatever it is they do a lot of songs across albums that are in different parts make you listen to the whole album but you didn't know there's three parts to the wall did you i knew two yeah that's the one that most people know but there's three parts to it one is kind of like an intro to it the next one is the actual song and the third one is kind of like the outro to it but they're spread out over the album um but i i like what they did on the division bell i i i really like that album a lot of people don't but uh high hopes is one of my favorite songs keep talking is a uh, very interesting song i love you know what i love i love have a cigar i you know what that's one of the ones that i'm tired of hearing you know you know what it was what got me I liked Pink Floyd beforehand, but it was never one of those ones that was really played on the radio back in the day. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard that song was a cover by Primus. Yeah, I could see you listening to that. Uh, and they actually did a good cover. Mm-hmm. 
But again, that's one of those. It's another one of those Pink Floyd songs where you can actually hear like emotion in it. I mean, I don't know. I, I just Pink Floyd. You, you just can't describe it. And, and they're one of those bands who either like them or you don't like them. If you don't like them, I seriously think you need a hearing aid. Well, no, some people just aren't into that style of, of music. Some people aren't into that ambient type rock music. And some are. And but some to say that, and it's it's argued, well actually it isn't argued, it's known the world over that Dark Side of the Moon is one of the greatest albums of all time. Oh no, I'll agree. I mean, come on, nothing goes better with The Wizard of Oz than Dark Side oh, of the Moon. Jesus Christ. Dude, it's fucking trippy. Like, I want to go and watch it now. Like, do it, people. Go to fucking YouTube, find it. It's fucking... All right, number four, since we both matched on number five. So, this this was the where Pink Floyd lost, and, the, and, and this is who he lost to. Or he, they, they lost to. They lost to a he. A group of he's, maybe. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Black Sabbath. Okay. I, I, I'm more of a I'm more of a fan of Ozzy by himself than I am of Sabbath, but uh, you see, it's it's a hard one to call. Uh, Alright, but go on. I'm not uh, gonna say too much. You know Ozzy to me, <laughs> you know, when you when you think of, of heavy metal and I know by no no way, shape, or means if you were to put that in today, would people call that heavy metal? Like it's something different, but that is the godfather of heavy metal. I agree. I'm, How I'm many people have been influenced by Ozzy? You ask any metal artist who influenced you. Number one, Ozzy Osbourne. Or Sabbath. <laughs> Either way, you're still saying Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Well, you're going to tell on, me... On his own, I would say Ozzy, yes. Because there's just a rotating... There's a revolver of, you know, musicians. Mm-hmm. Sabbath, and I made this argument on the, the last podcast that Ozzy Sabbath is greater than Dio Sabbath. Yeah. But whenever you say the word Sabbath, everybody knows the four guys that are in Sabbath and that's it they're you know Dio is great on his own but he just didn't he he wasn't Black Sabbath Black Sabbath was that dark trippy you put the fucking black light on smoke a little weed with one of those fucking special posters of a mushroom behind you that's what Sabbath is and I've I've never I've never had little sweet leaf on never never got that experience don't want to have that experience. Fucking trippy, man. Like you, you got to do it, man. You know, you know how many people have mistaken me for a stoner, and I've never touched the shit. You could have fooled me. See, <laughs> go back and, and and listen to number five again. It's fucking trippy. All right, but I'm sure you have Ozzy on your list, right? Somewhere. All right, 
So then why don't we save the Aussie discussion for when we get to your part? Because I you always have like a plethora of knowledge. I always feel like I like I steal <laughs> I steal the spotlight from you. All right. Well, number four for me, and I wrestled with this one long and hard because four and three were battles. Two and one are clear cut. Number four is Queen. They're my number three. Okay. So we'll talk about it together on this one. Sure. So so number three for me is queen. Number four for him is queen. Mm-hmm. And there was, uh, hands down, there was just nothing like queen. No. Nothing. Never will be. And the ne- Well. Okay. We, I'll, I'll we give t- you the muse, talk, but it's not. It's not the exact same thing. It's close. But. But it's, it's definitely not queen. No. Queen is Freddie Mercury and. That that's all you need to know about Queen. Yes, the rest of the band is great, but all you Brian need to know, May. yeah, obviously Brian May. But I mean, come on, no, you're you, right. you know, you it's know fucking Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury, and that's when, the thing. He is one of the greatest frontmen. As much let me let me put it this way: as much as Zach Wild loves Dimebag Daryl, as much as the guys in Metallica loved Cliff Burton. Freddie Mercury was all that amplified by 10 to Queen because I've never seen a band actually incorporate a past member, especially a dead past member, in their live performances the way that they do. They were out on the road with Adam Lambert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's his name. Adam Lambert. And while, you know, he did a decent job. From what I heard, I didn't get a chance to see it. I didn't want to go see it. But I was curious. So I looked online, and what they did during uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, because nobody, nobody in the world could do that song like Freddie Mercury. He left the stage, and it was a video of Freddie Mercury, and it was literally the music video playing for Freddie Mercury, and the rest of the band just played yeah, like I was, I was very curious. How are they going to do Bohemian Rhapsody? How are they going to do that whole middle part? Me 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 me. But they didn't, and it was the greatest thing that they could have ever done is to not do it. But for me, one of the epitomes of a live show is live in Montreal. <sighs> Fucking incredible. You know, and the other thing that many people don't see with Freddie Mercury, I mean, live in Montreal, you see how he is as a frontman. You see him command that audience. That audience is captivated. What many people don't know about Freddie Mercury, too, is that he was more than just rock music. He was more than just what was in Queen. I mean, he was somebody that also, if I'm not mistaken, was in opera. I believe he was. Yeah, like he was definitely classically trained. Very. And and not too many people realize that. I mean, the man is just sadly missed. And once again, he's one of those artists that if you take him, Hendrix, and Kurt Cobain and say, "You know what? They're all alive." Where's music now? Everybody would be rocking a mustache. Everybody's rocking beards now. That's the new hipster thing. Oh, maybe I'll have to go to the mustache. 
All right, so you talked near number three. Yep. So now it's my number three. Yep. This is where I have Black Sabbath. So we 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 flip flopped. Yes. Okay. Number three is Black Sabbath. I'm curious what you have is two and one. Okay. You'll find out. Number uh, three is Sabbath, because Sabbath, more so than Queen, is still defining rock and roll. They are still one of the most heavily influential bands of all time. They put out another album last year, and it still was Sabbath. They didn't water it down. They didn't do, you know, Sabbath light. Those guys are still putting out Sabbath records. And the way that they influence music over the past... Wow. Now that I think about it, almost the last 50 years. Yeah, all the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Yeah, we're actually... No, 40 years, excuse me. Not 50, 40. I was about to say Ozzy 66. Hey... It don't matter. (laughs) Do you know that Ozzy was born forget the years a week before my birthday what does that have to do with anything I don't know something I something I just found out he's right, December well, 3rd I'm December 10th anyway. back, back to Black Sabbath yeah so while Sabbath actually yeah, 40 years is a long time for anything to influence music over the last 40 years 40 some odd years give or take but to still have the same credibility that you had as day one because all that the guys said that they ever wanted to do was create something that didn't exist and they did that because if you think when they came out everything was very uh, it was getting toward the end of the hippie movement and it was all like like not the Bee Gees at that point but it was definitely turning very much so like just singers and performers and everything was kind of poppy and then here Sabbath comes with this extremely dark sound they wanted to create music that sounded like a horror movie and there we go no the title track and the band name from the debut album Black Sabbath just listen to that and that will explain everything you need to know about Sabbath I love War Pigs War Pigs is a really good song. Um, the Wizard is a really good song. I, I really enjoy that one. And it there's not even a music video that could sum up what I picture in my mind for that song. Now, you all have heard me talk about Kiss and how much I love Kiss. You all know how much I love live shows. I've seen Black Sabbath more than I've seen Kiss. Good, as you should. And the, and the original lineup. As you should. I've seen Black Sabbath four times. I've only seen Kiss three. I've seen Ozzy as a solo by himself once. And I've mentioned this in previous podcasts. The man is just so energetic for 66. Ozzy is a great time live. You know, and and it's... I mentioned in the prior podcast, I'm a sucker for ballads. I love ballads. And many people really weren't crazy about the, the album Down to Earth. But I think one of my favorite Ozzy songs comes off of that, and that's Dreamer. Eh. I love that song. Uh, Ozzy on his own, 
He's good on his own, but you know, he bores me. Like when he gets to stuff like that, like, uh, who was it? You, you have, it was during the roast of Zach Wild. Well, Zach Wild played, played piano on that. I know. But during the roast of Zach Wild, somebody actually broke out the lyrics to, um, was it, it was either dream or mama. I'm coming home. And they're like, you wrote this piece of shit. What the fuck was Ozzy thinking letting you write anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, the solo that Zach does on that, the pianos he does on it, I, I just, like I said, I'm a, even Mama, I'm coming home. Like I said, Ozzy on his own kind of just bores me. But Sabbath, there's, there's movement and there's feeling in it that I just can't describe. You listen to Paranoid. You could tell that, you know, what they were like, all right, we need to write something that's a little bit more up-tempo, a little bit more peppy. Give me, give me something. But then they drop it back to Iron Man and War Pigs and the, the eight-minute songs. I love Iron Man. But... I mean, the song, I also love the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, really? I had to. Really? I had to. By the way, I think Iron Man three is like one of, is probably my second favorite out of the trilogy. We're talking Black Sabbath, and you go all Robert Downey Jr. Hey, I don't know. So, <laughs> th- does this not surprise you? Nothing surprises me anymore with you. That's why it's the Pokey Zone. No. But um, yeah, I gotta do some advertisement. The, the the first live album that they put out when they went back to being Black Sabbath, the four of them. Mm-hmm. I don't like live shows. Oh, it was a great album. It was a great album, and then they put on um, Psycho Man, another awesome new song that they put on the end of that one. Yeah, actually, you know, the first time I saw Black Sabbath was that reunion show. And you know who opened up for them? Was it? It was one of two times I I was lucky enough to see this band. It's not Metallica, because they were too big at that point. Was it System of a Down? Nope. Pantera. Mm, That's right. One of two times I I was fortunate enough to see them before a dime died and before they broke up but uh you know System of a Down I saw on OzFest I've seen System of a Down three times mm-hmm. that's a great live act I've never seen them live but uh once again getting back to Sabbath yeah <laughs> I mean there, there's just so many awesome songs and if you haven't listened to a few of them in a while like obviously everybody's listened to War Pigs and Sabbath if you haven't listened to Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, Children of the Grave, or um, uh, what the hell was the other one I was thinking of? Or Snowblind in a while? Go back and listen to them again. Yeah, it's give, been a while since I've listened to Snowblind. It'll give you a whole new appreciation for Sabbath. No, it's... And, and keep in mind that these guys are getting on the older side, but they're still performing songs at a clip that are six and seven minutes. Their shortest song that they perform live is Paranoid, and that's fucking 427. Huh? 
All right, so that's my number three. Go on. What's number two? What am I going to yell at you for now? I don't think it's what you're going to yell at me for. It's what a lot of people are going to yell at me for. Go on. Just remember, it's at they go to pokey. It is on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. For some strange reason. I'm trying. I really am trying. I'm still struggling. Send me tweets, please. Go on. Keep going. Stop begging. They go to 11 at yahoo.com. Spell it all out. I I know there's probably going to be some hate mail for this. Because haters are going to hate. I'm going to kick you out of this podcast. You do that again. (sighs) I don't know. Dorothy might not talk to me for another week because last time I mentioned something about this, about this band, it was negative. I, I, yeah. This is where I have the Beatles at number two. Well, you're not the only one because I have them at number two as well. Really? Really. Wow. Okay. Well, in case you don't know, in, in case you haven't gone back and listened to previous podcasts and you don't know what it is that I'm talking about where my fiance did not talk to me for a week because of what I said against the Beatles in a previous podcast in three words I said no you can say it don't point at me fuck the Beatles it has nothing to do with the Beatles and I you know Dorothy said to me last night she's like She's like, I thought you don't like the Beatles. I'm like, it's not that I don't like the Beatles. It's it's the same thing as Led Zeppelin, except I like the Beatles. It gets played and crammed down your throat every 30 fucking minutes. And it's always the same fucking songs over and over and over again. And it's just, I've gotten so fucking tired of it. But, all that aside, don't ask me what my favorite albums are because I couldn't tell you. That's how good the songs are. They just literally can make one album. The Beatles, to me, are one of the most influential rock bands of all time. Forget British. One of the most influential rock bands of all time. What they've achieved is beyond any form of spectrum. You want me to blow your mind right now? They are the original boy band. That doesn't blow my mind. Really? Yeah. A lot uh, of people don't tend to think of them that way. No, I, I see it. Especially when they get off the plane, you hear all, you know, you see all the little girls with their signs up. Oh my God, marry me, John Lennon, marry me. You sounded like Beaker. <laughs> but they've they've achieved so much. And yet they've done different types of music. They thought outside. They were the first to think outside of the box, in my opinion. Mm, I will give you that they thought outside of the box because they did. They didn't want to do the same thing you know, again and again and again. I mean, who, I, I who, goes, credit who goes to bring instruments native to India into British music? I don't think that they were thinking in terms of British music at that point. I think they but were just still, thinking in terms of music. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're st- I'm sticking with British here. But still, who thinks to bring instruments native to India that many people would sit there and say, oh my God, I can't stand the sound of that. It makes my skin crawl. 
and incorporate him into the biggest band in the world. And people say, oh my God, that sounds so great. I think at some point in time in the Beatles' career, they could do no wrong. And I think, especially on... Like, if, if you really think about it, Sgt. Pepper, that was them experimenting. That was a lot of experimentation. But it worked. It worked, but you know, once again, at that point in their career, I think they could do no wrong. This is later on. This is in 67. They could do no wrong at that point in their career. They they did everything and came back. They did the movie thing. They did the, uh, what was it, Yellow Submarine? Oh, fucking horrible movie. They did Yellow Submarine, um, I, and they they did their pop stuff. They did, you know, Hard Day's Night. They did uh, the the uh, the first albums that they put out. It was all pop. That's all that it was. It's all people wanted to hear. Then you get to like Abbey Road when they kind of grew. Well, they were you know fully grown in '69. That's when they were like, okay, here Ringo, you can start writing a song. I'll give you Octopus's Garden. What the fuck was that? No, you know what? Not for nothing. I feel so bad for Ringo Starr. Why? I actually like Ringo Starr. I think Ringo Starr gets the shit end of the stick. Right, because when you write Octopus's Garden and then... I forget if it was Lennon or McCartney who wrote um, Here Comes the Sun. I think that was Lennon. It sounds like it could be a Lennon song. Yeah. But... Come on, man. Really? Maybe it's just the drummer in me that feels like he gets the shit under the stick. Probably. <sighs> Poor Ringo. Every drummer gets the shit under the stick. Fucking Peter Chris got the shit under the stick. Peter Chris doesn't want to be Peter Chris. Dude, when Kiss when they did that experiment where each of them wrote a fucking album. The worst album was whose? Everybody else, Peter Chris was the only one that had a hit single. None of the others tracked a hit. Well, guess what? I never listened to any of them, so... But no, back to the Beatles. It's... Oh, I'm sorry. Also, on, on that album, too, Octopus's Garden, um, then there was another song called Come Together. So, yeah. Please tell me... How that song stacks up to Here Comes the Sun and Come Together. The the point It's an octopus's garden. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how it stacks fucking up. Song. But you know what though? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't fucking matter. And like I said, at that point they were just like, you know what, we need something different. Ringo, what do you got? I got an octopus. Do you, do you really have to do it in that voice? That's fucking horrible. Yes, I do. No. But yeah, the Beatles, I I really do love the Beatles. And when I said those three words back in one of our earliest podcasts, it wasn't to say something negative about the Beatles. It was more so to say something negative about rock radio, better yet, classic rock radio. And and you listen to radio. You mm-hmm. you scan through stations while you're driving. Tell me I'm not right. No, you are right to an extent. But once again, you have to look past the the bullshit. What is your What is your favorite Beatles album? I said I couldn't put it. To That's an right. Album. You, you said that earlier. Yeah. To me, it, you could track it. If I 
if there was a disc that had enough space to do it and I were to sit there and play around with the arrangement, that'd be a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. That, that, you see, like I said, I can't separate it out because everything is so different. But yeah, combine it's like it's like Queen. You combine it into something beautiful. All right, I'll give you that. I mean, for me, I mean, a lot of people will say it's the White Album. You know what? That's not even the best one. A lot of people say Rubber Soul, and you know what? I like my favorite one off the White Album. People are gonna think I'm nuts. Revolution Number Nine, and it's not even a fucking song. But my favorite album if you wanted to do it together or if you wanted to just pick one of these albums because there's a, a lot of them yep uh will be revolver yeah. i think it's that one of their most interesting albums that they put together front to back because you can start to see on this album where they're starting to change over because this is in the mid 60s at this point so they started to change over and you know, they did Yellow Submarine on here, but Eleanor Rigby was on here. I'm only sleeping. Eleanor Rigby is like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> really, just a really good album. I really like Revolver. Um, and, and here's another thing about the Beatles. They're still relevant. Absolutely. Everything everything that's old is new again. Yeah. So. And that's what, that's what they're doing. You know, kids who have never heard of the Beatles... Well, now you're going to hear them because these four guys, their faces are on some t-shirts, so let's listen. So, I think we've beaten down the Beatles enough at number two. Please, oh, pokey of pokies, what is number one? (sighs) Because I I, I have a feeling where you're going with this. Do you? Uh Uh-huh. Really? Yep. Really? I know what number one is. Yep. And you're an ass clown. Why? Because of my reasons I stated in the prior podcast. This is where I have the Rolling Stones. You have the Rolling Stones above the Beatles. Who do you have above the Beatles? Oh, you'll find out in a minute. Please explain the Rolling Stones. Okay, first off, let's get something straight here. You're either a super fan of the Stones or you're a super fan of the Beatles. The Stones, it's not that I'm a super fan of one over the other. But again, the Stones do the same thing that the Beatles do. It's one of those things where you could sit there, separate songs. You can't, I couldn't even tell you what album each song came off. I just know the fucking songs. And again, in the prior podcast, I mentioned that I like music that's a little bit darker. The Stones were never that they might have started off as that boy band thing just like the Beatles absolutely but it didn't last it didn't last at all once they once they broke through then they went to being themselves the other thing too that I that I'm a sucker for besides dark music I'm a sucker for live performances have you ever seen any footage of the Beatles playing even to this day when you see like Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr still playing it's very I'm going to stand in front of the microphone I'm not going to deviate I'm going to stand in front of the microphone because Paul gonna... McCartney's the singer doesn't matter what do you want him to do 
fucking Keith Rich or fucking Mick Jagger's the singer. He's all over the fucking place. Because Mick Jagger, all he does is sing. Fucking Keith Richards plays guitar. He's all over the place. He doesn't sing. It doesn't matter. Dude, there's a fucking oh live God. spectacle. Oh, my God. There, I'm a sucker for live fucking performances. I'm a sucker for dark music. The Rolling Stones put two and two together. And, and even still, I mean... The Stones There are, are still artists today. Good. There are still artists today who sing and play instruments, and they don't just stand there in front of a mic. Just gonna stand here, strum my guitar. When you're the lead vocalist, you kind of have to. Did Kurt Cobain do it? When he had to, yes. Did Eddie Vedder do it? Eddie Vedder, all he does is sing. No, he doesn't. He plays a few songs, but he's predominantly the lead singer. Does James Hetfield do it? James Hetfield, I wouldn't say he runs around on stage. He walks to different microphones. But does he move around on stage while playing? He wa- yes, he walks around. And yes, Paul McCartney does walk around on stage. Dude, he just stands there. Obviously, you have not seen a live performance from him in a while. I mean, take the flabby triceps away from Mick Jagger. Why do you keep bringing up his flabby triceps? Dude, that, was you- the, that was the most disturbing thing I ever saw in a live performance. Come on, you tell me that, that you don't see him performing the Super Bowl halftime show, and that's like not the first... No. It's, I, like, it's like watching Katy Perry and watching the left dolphin. Shark. Shark. Get it right. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because it was this past Super Bowl. That's why. But I'm telling you right now, hands down, you cannot tell me that you're saying that Keith Richards is a great frontman when the first thing that you're concentrating on is his flabby triceps. Keith Richards isn't a great frontman. Uh, Mick Jagger, excuse me. No, Mick Jagger is a good, he's a great frontman. I mean, the fact that he still has like 30-something-year-old women like drooling over him. They got the grandfather syndrome. And Keith Richards, for being his age, could still play the fucking guitar. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Les Paul played up until the day he died. He was like, I think he was like 90. Uh, Keith Richards. Hell, Keith Richards is going to be like the last fucking living thing on this planet. He's going to outlive cockroaches. I mean, hell, he's outliving the fucking... Outliving Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, no, he's no, he's not. No. And you're done. But here you go. You want to know how much I like the Stones? Go on. I actually like the Bridges to Babylon album. I don't know what that means because I don't like the Stones. A lot of people fucking hated that album. A lot of people hated that album. The fucking tour that went along with it to support it was fucking huge. But for those of you who don't know about Bridges to Babylon, Bridges to Babylon was released in 1997. So I guess the reason that I really liked the album was because that was like when, I don't want to say when I was getting into music. I was getting into music in the nine, like early 90s, but this is where like I finally started to hear some classic rock stuff that I really started like. I mean, everybody heard the Beatles. But Bridges to Babylon's what got me into the Rolling Stones. And then I started to go back. I heard Paint It Black. 
Paint It Black is one of my favorite songs of all time. I mean, just the way the drums sound, everything. Like, I love it. And that is why they're better than the Beatles for me on this list. Both bands are equally as good as the other. No. I can't I can't sit there and say I take that back. In your pokiest of ways. No, I take that back. I retract that statement. The Beatles by far are better than the Rolling Stones. By far. In terms of achievements, accomplishments, all that. But the reason that the Stones are number one is because, again, this goes back to my list. And for me, it's because I like darker music. I like better live performances. And to me, that's what the Stones deliver. Fair enough. So so enlighten me. Enlighten me here. (laughs) Who (laughs) is better... Than the Beatles, like I have a sheet of paper, like ready to throw at you. Number one, number two, number three, and number four. You don't need any fancy album titles. Those numbers say it all. Oh, this is where you put Led Zeppelin. Number one wow. is Led Zeppelin. You cannot make this list and put any other band at number one. The Beatles, yes, they made major success. Hands down, Led Zeppelin had huge success and did what the Beatles did later on in their career for their entire career. Nobody understood Led Zeppelin when Zeppelin came out. Zeppelin was that band that had that blues backing with attitude. Listen to Dazed and Confused on number one. Listen to uh, Communication Breakdown. I mean, babe, I'm going to leave you. It's all that, that very is, bluesy, but that, it's... That is one of my favorite God, songs. God, such fucking attitude to that, it. That is one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. But then they switched it up completely. Zeppelin 2. Whole lot of love. Thank you. Uh, Heartbreaker, Livin' Lovin', Ramble On. I hate that oh. album. How the... Do you know music at all? I this, This is it. Every song you just named, I hate. But you go from a completely, like, blues album. Then you do what was, like, edgy and cutting edge at the time. Then Zeppelin Three was something completely different. It kicked off with the Immigrant Song. Great song. Incredible, incredible album. Uh, exactly. I mean, it just like if you listen to the Gallows poll off of Zeppelin Three, it's something completely out there and different. Zeppelin Four kicks off with Black Dog. Mm, okay, I'm fifty-fifty on that one. Okay, then just rock and roll and. The Battle of Evermore was him was um, Jimmy Page playing uh, a ukulele, and it was very differently voiced by Robert Plant. And then you cannot argue this one because you love this song. When the levee breaks, you want to talk drum sounds? I do love that song. 
incredible drum sounds on that song. But is that the one they put it like right in the right in the center of the staircase? Right. So there was a house that they were recording or a chateau in England that they were recording at, and the way that the the stairs and the height of the building, the way it was built, it was kind of like a square spiral staircase, and they put the drums in here, and the way that everything kind of just expanded upwards and the microphones caught all the, the ambient room noise and made that signature sound that you hear on Levy Breaks. But when you think about all these albums, I mean, I, I can keep going on and on, Physical Graffiti, In Through the Outdoor, Houses of the Holy, all of them were all very, very different. One of my favorite songs on Physical Graffiti isn't even like a rock based song it kind of just sounds like easy listening if you listen to down by the seaside it's just a very calming track that if you're driving down the shore here in jersey or you're driving along the beach wherever you are and you put this on it's like the soundtrack to a perfect sunday down at the beach you know i know you're getting old go ahead you're talking about driving down the perfect sunday and who doesn't Easy love a good listening. driving, a good drive? Oh, I love a good drive, but I'm not like sitting there, you know, talking about, I want to listen to easy listening. You have no idea what I'm talking about. You've never heard Down by the Seaside, have you? No, but still. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to make you listen to that song. I'm not going to sit there and like hop in the car and put on some easy listening to drive down to the shore. And then... Okay. Here. I might put on something mellow. No, this is, you have to. Uh, uh, once I again, put you just, on like you just some, have I might to put hear on this. Like three eleven. No, you have to just hear this. Then they come back at Houses of the Holy. It is Houses of the Holy is up there. My top two favorite Zeppelin albums: Dancing Days, Dire Maker, uh, Over the Hills and Far Away, uh, No Quarter. Hands down, one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Love, love that song. You see where I'm going with this? It's They have done everything that the Beatles did, but they did it better. Their entire career. The reason they didn't have the success that the Beatles did, or the critical acclaim that the Beatles had, was because the Beatles were more friendly. The Beatles were poppy. It's they easy to sell pop to kids. They didn't have the acclaim because the Beatles broke the ground for the British to come to America with music. It wasn't even coming to America. It was just the fact that the Beatles were easier to sell and were a they were more defined for that age. For when the Beatles were out, you could define the Beatles and say, hey, guess what? This is your rock band this is a pop band nobody knew what to do with zeppelin zeppelin was the band that you were like what am i listening to because this was still cutting edge at the time and it's stuck and it still sticks i don't know how else to say this but i don't care who you put number one if you did not put zeppelin at number one on this list you were sadly mistaken by the the best British band of all time. Nah. If I had to choose between Zeppelin and the Beatles, I would have put the Beatles at one. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I could have easily gone number one with the Beatles and number two with the Stones. 
in terms of the accomplishments, Beatles hands down number one. In terms of my taste in music, Stones are number one. Zeppelin, like I said, I think Led Zeppelin two had all the stuff I liked on it. Led Zeppelin, what was it? Four had the one song I liked. Which one? When the levee breaks? Yeah. Yes. Like outside of that. Eh. Have you ever heard "Fool in the Rain"? No. Back in, I think this was released in '79, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, and I forgot. Everybody loves "Stairway to Heaven." And I do too. I'm not. I'm not going to exclude myself out of that list. Okay. I'm just tired of hearing it on the radio. One of the most innovative guitar solos of all time. I'm not saying the best guitar solo, just innovative. Because a little company that makes, and this is the guitar geek in me coming up, make a little company called MXR makes this one or made this one pedal, and nobody knew what to do with it. It's called the uh, the Blue Box. That is the pedal that you hear on "Fool in the Rain." It is the most interesting sound that you could have ever put, and it fits the song so perfectly. If you haven't heard it in a while, go back and hear it. It's on In Through the Outdoor. But Zeppelin, hands down, the, the was the biggest band in the world and was called that by numerous, numerous people once they figured out what Zeppelin was. But when you first came out, the reason why Zeppelin wasn't more popular, once again, nobody knew what to do with them. On one of their albums, I forget if it was three or four, two, three or four, one of them, they had a one paragraph review. I think it was on four. And once again, four was Black Dog, Rock and Roll, Stairway to Heaven, When the Levee Breaks, Going to California. A lot of their best material is on four and nobody knew what to do with them. So this goes to show you that not what, not publications don't necessarily know what's best Zeppelin is that band that will continue to stand the test of time and right now I understand that the Beatles and bands like that are more popular now but watching another couple of years I guarantee you because of all these reissues and re-releases that are coming out, any young musicians that are out there are going to start to get their hands on these reissues, and then you will start to see more bands being influenced by Led Zeppelin again. Hands down. Well, Number one, Led Zeppelin. Case closed. Now that we've done that, let's run them back down. I think we should say five in stereo. Go on. Number five. Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. Number, number four, I had Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne. Number three, I had the one, the only Queen. What's number two? Let's say it in stereo again. The, the Beatles. Beatles. And number one, I had The Stones. All right. So we talked number five. Number four, Queen. Number three, Sabbath. Number two, we talked was the Beatles. Number one, hands down, when you do your list right, Led Zeppelin. No. There is no right or wrong. 
Yes, Tom there is. When it comes to Led Zeppelin, that is the answer. No. I think we I think we uh, <laughs> summed everything up nicely. So let's go ahead and let's wrap up this whole shebang. So once again, thank you for listening. And if you haven't visited us on Facebook, make sure that you visit us on Facebook because if you like us, uh, we post music news throughout the week and um, we started doing a new exclusive feed to Facebook. Um, the pokey zone. He's got the pokey zone. I've got five minutes alone. They're just little quick rants that we do between podcasts to make sure that we keep your whistle wet and, uh, you know, make sure that we hold you over to the next podcast. So make sure that you visit us facebook.com forward slash they go to 11, all one word. Visit us at our official website for all of our older podcasts as well as all the new ones. They go to 11.com. Or excuse me, they go to eleven dot wordpress dot com. Excuse me. iTunes. iTunes, if you want to take us on the go with you, we are on there completely free. So download it as much as you want, share it with all your friends. Um we the ten newest ones are up there. So if you do want the yep. older stuff, you gotta go and, back and to the speaking website. Speaking of iTunes and trying to put it up as much as you want, that reminds me of uh of Joel, I remember Joel was telling me he went to uh, I think it was like Verizon or AT and T. While he was waiting in line, he went to all the iPhones and put our podcast on. Good the demos. Good. This, this Somebody is why needs I always that. mention Joel. Like so, this is our super fan. If you I want, love it. if you want to be a super fan, go to your nearest Verizon, T Mobile, AT and T, whatever the fuck you can, and go download <laughs> our podcast to all of the fucking. Apple iPhones. <laughs> no, it's not even that that makes him a super fan. He always writes in. So wait, wait. By the way, well, well, go ahead. No, no, no. You started it now. No. Yeah, you started. Nope. It. Okay. See, now I just totally forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, let, let's. Yeah, uh, great ploy. Yeah, go on. No. If you stop me. If I stop you, what? So we are. They go to eleven. I'm Matt. And I am, it's past my bedtime, I'm about to hop in my car and go home and go to bed pokey. And that, that was a long one. Yes. And once again, we are They Go to 11, so turn it up. Wait, 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 wait. I just remembered. Of course you did. Speaking of fans and super fans, I think the next time we're going to address a topic that was suggested by one of our fans. And which one would that be? Because we have a whole bunch. We do. Sean actually messaged us on Facebook and made a suggestion that we do something a little outside of the box because we always talk about like albums and artists and one hit wonders and that kind of stuff but this is something of Pokey's expertise which is why I really like and why I'm really excited to say we're going to do it you're going to make me actually do this aren't you oh yeah top 11 music videos you realize I haven't watched music videos since MTV actually had music videos, right? But it doesn't matter. A lot of great music videos were during that time period. So well, we'll Sean, see what I come up with. Yeah, Sean, we're we're gonna hit that up for you, and that'll be our next top eleven list. All right. So once again, I'm Matt, and I am. I can't wait to start counting sheep, Pokey. And we are. They go to eleven. Turn it up. Later. We'll talk to you next time. Later. <laughs>